You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome back, everyone. We are going to talk today about recruiting. We're going to jump into some of the news that has been going on over the last two weeks. And we're going to talk about... The transfer portal, which again has been hitting BC, both with players leaving and players coming. Now, if you're listening today, if you had not checked out the last two weeks, you might have been listening and going, hey, there's not a lot of news on uh, Locked On Boston College. And I had mentioned in Friday's episode why. So uh, about two weeks ago from Sunday, I had my second child, my wife had our second child, and I had taken some time off uh, to be be with my new baby and to just spend time with the family and just not have to worry about recording a new podcast. So ahead of the week, I had posted a whole bunch of um, new episodes that were more like, you know, evergreen. You could listen to them at any time. So you heard episodes about um, all the different positions and things like that. So I wanted to be able to give you new episodes, but also so take time for my family. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to tell you about was that I had listened to um, one of the old episodes and I, I have this tendency sometimes to forget players. And I had mentioned in the defensive back episode that I had forgot about Josh DeBerry. And I and I and I went through the whole story about how, you know, his family thought I was purposely forgetting him and I totally was not. And then I realized as I listened to this episode that I forgot another player. I went through this whole thing on cornerbacks and I forgot Jason Matry. I mentioned him I think once. But I need to give him a culpa about Jason Matry because Jason Matry is a very good cornerback. I don't think he's like elite, but he's very good. And I didn't mention him. So when we're talking about cornerbacks, if you go back and listen, it's going to go Josh DeBerry and Brandon Sebastian, either one or two. And then Jason Matry is number three with Elijah Jones as number four. So um, if you go back and listen to that, that's my apology. So if there's a Matry listening, that was a mistake on my part. I had been recording these episodes until like one in the morning and it was just an honest mistake. So, Onward and upward with that. So in the last two weeks, what has happened? A lot has happened with the recruiting trail. Now, Boston College has landed, I believe, eight new commitments in the last week. So over the weekend of June 18th, Boston College had, I believe, a dozen recruits on campus uh, to check out the campus, to do their official visits. Because remember, on June 1st, it was the official first day that kids could come on campus. And recruitment around the country has exploded. You've seen uh, a rash of new commitments. You've seen new offers. You've seen all sorts of different things. And with Boston College, they had that. They they kind of took it slow. The first two weekends, uh, they didn't have a lot of kids on campus. Uh, you saw a smattering here and there, but they they really focused on this June 18th weekend. And you've seen the uh, ramifications from that in the, the commitments that have come out. So I'm just going to kind of run them down so you can get a, a feel of who we got. So Cam Barfield was a running back. He is from Las Vegas, Nevada. He plays for Bishop Gorman, which is a powerhouse um, 
high school program in the country. He is 5'8", 185 pounds, which again, um, I'll jump into why that's important in a second because they also landed a second running back, Alex Broom from Lipscomb Academy in Nashville, Tennessee, also uh, 5'8", and under 200 pounds. So you get two running backs. These are not power backs. So gone are the days of the 240 pounds, uh, David Bailey or... uh, AJ Dillon or Andre Williams or even, you know, Pat Garwell, they're bigger guys. They're focusing more on these scat backs, these smaller running backs that can do a million different things that are harder to tackle in terms of their uh, elusiveness and their speed. Uh, so they got two more. And that's the third, if you consider CJ Kling scales, their third running back that they had uh, committed from a while ago um, on the roster as well. So that you see a change in philosophy in what Frank Signetti and Jeff Halfley are doing in that running back position. And it's really paying dividends on the recruiting trail. These kids are impressive. I mean, Broom scored 36 touchdowns so far in his career in Tennessee. Uh, so he's, you know, these are kids that are going to be um, playmakers. They're, they bring athleticism and things like that. So you have them. You have Edwin Kalange, who is a linebacker from Quebec. He moved and played in Clearwater last year. And I believe he's playing at uh, Lincoln Chafee in, or Loomis Chafee, excuse me. Lincoln Chafee is another dude um, in Connecticut this year. He committed oh, over Virginia Tech. Uh, he was a big get for them. And then there was Clive Wilson, who, you know, if you're a recruiting head, you're going, who is this guy? Um, Let me tell you, BC scored eight commitments. I've talked to them about a bunch of them. Clive Wilson was one of the ones that I think I got the most excitement out of them about. He, yeah, he wasn't under-recruited. He only had an offer from Kentucky. You couldn't find anything on him on 247 or Rivals. It just was non-existent. And then he comes in. Um, and you hear about, well, he played for a smaller program. He is an animal that is, you know, really good on the defensive line. He's from Youngstown, Ohio. Um, you know, don't, don't poo poo this player because just because of his offer list. Remember COVID-19 kind of really messed things up. And some of the kids that come in for camps that really blow up the guys like Trevin Wallace in years past, they don't get those opportunities. So you might find a Clive Wilson who would have blown up if he had more chance to get around, but he didn't. And now Boston College lands him. On top of that, they landed Amari Jackson, a um, cornerback from Georgia. He had a laundry list of, of offers. I mean, big ones like Michigan State, Nebraska, Georgia Tech, my, uh, you know, all those schools. Um, and, I, you know, very exciting with him. You had Jude Lowry, a three-star uh, offensive lineman from St. Francis Academy. There's that school again in Maryland that was recruited by Azar Abdul Rahim, who is you know the big DMV recruiter for Boston College. Lowry chose Boston College over hometown Maryland. Uh, exciting player. He's probably going to be a guard, even though he's recruited as a tackle. He's six five, so that usually is a guard. Um, but you know, exciting. More St. Francis players, the better. Cam Johnson is on campus this weekend. He's a four-star cornerback. So that. You know, they all go to that school. It's a school that CJ Burton Jr. went to, uh, who's that four star uh, cornerback Boston College landed last year. And then finally, they also landed. Davion Crouch, another linebacker from Florida. He went to Wharton Academy and he's a three star uh, 
defensive back. So where does that leave Boston College? They've got about five or six more players uh, left, and I have ideas on who those players could be. Again, I'm not here to, to pump up BC Bolton Premium, but I am a little bit because I don't want to give away all my details. I talked to Boston College, especially during this last couple of weeks. I've talked to them almost daily about what's going on with them, getting insight and information. If you want more recruiting news from me, head on over to bcbulletin.com. There's a sign-up button there. Hit that. It's a dollar for the first month. I have all the details on some of the new names. And I know there's at least two more commitments that are uh, pending right now. And I have predictions on both of them that you can go to my site and find them out. I'm not going to give them out on the podcast because um, I get it's a little nugget for my premium subscribers. We have almost 100 subscribers already. I love if you are listening to this right now, if you become uh, 101 and 102. So hopefully check that out. Uh, now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the transfer portal and where Boston College uh, lost some players and where... Uh, they have gained a few uh, since the last time we have talked. But before we do that, let's check about. Tell us, talk a little bit about Made In. If quality and craftsman is important, you should check out Made In. Made In is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. I have their chef's knife. It knocks my other knives out of the kitchen. It there, it, it's amazing. It, just the way it cuts. It's precision. It's perfect. It, Made In produces professional quality cookware and nice for those who love to cook. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools directly to you without the markup. They have 28,000 five-star reviews and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred reviews um, restaurants around the world. Now, right now, if you go to Made In, Dot com, or cookware.com again made in cookware.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on you're going to get 15% off your first order again go to made in cookware.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for 15% off your first order check them out are you in the process of doing work on your car why spend 30 50 75 percent more at one of those other stores when you can head on over to rockauto.com and save some money. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks. It's super easy to navigate. All you need to do is put in your make and model, boom, you're gonna find everything that they have. Best of all, the prices are the same for do-it-yourselfers or professionals and if you head on over to rockauto.com make sure you write in locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com this is locked on boston college aj black here we are talking about all the news from the past two weeks and i am going to jump in and really dive in and talk about the transfer portal because Again, it was another busy week or two for Boston College as more players had entered the portal. Now, I believe it was right before I went on my paternity leave, we had um, Boston College uh, cornerback talk with Mitch. We were talking about the the uh, draft and who, what players could go. And he had joked about Tate Haynes possibly going um, – I was just wondering why he was still with the team. Well – he entered the transfer portal. Now, Tate Haynes came to Boston College as a quarterback. He ended up as a defensive back. His dad is a Hall of Fame uh, defensive back who played for the Raiders and Patriots. Um, he's heading out. But he's not the only 
uh, defensive back as Bryce Sebastian. I believe we already talked about him and Denzel Blackwell. He was a new one that came in. Um, he was a big surprise for me because Blackwell um, was a name, you know, you every spring you get a few new names from Jeff Halfley or, or whoever's coaching about a player that kind of rose up. And Blackwell was a big one because if you watch the spring game, he popped up. He had a couple of passing uh, incompletions that he caused. Um, and then Halfley after the game uh, was profuse in, um, in complimenting how he played. So it seemed to me like Blackwell was setting himself up to be um, one of the next defensive backs to really jump up for Boston College. You know, maybe he'd find some playing time this year. I know he had he played in eight games last year, but he entered the transfer portal. Now, the, the thing that you have to remember with the transfer portal is that not everything is about playing time. Now, many people believe it is, and they're not always correct. Now, some people, Blackwell's from Texas. Maybe he got homesick. Maybe he decided he'd rather play closer to home. Those are all things that could have been possible. We don't know because the school's not going to tell. And um, we're not going to, we don't know. So the kids don't, usually don't say anything about it anyway. So Blackwell maybe just decided that he didn't want to play in Boston anymore. He wanted to go closer to home. So we'll find out um, where he ends up because he's now in the portal. There's a lot of BC players still left in the portal um, after what happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, Paul Theobalds, Luke Beckett, Matt Valachi, uh, David Bailey, um, you know, they're all still out there. Corey Smith's still out there. There is a lot of players that are still in the transfer portal. However, Boston College did attack the portal themselves, and they grabbed a new player to uh, complement their team. And that player is JT Thompson II from Southern Illinois. Now, this was a this was a, a questionable one for me because um, I just didn't understand it. But it makes a lot of sense if you think about it, right? So why would they get a cornerback when they have, as I said before, Brandon Sebastian, uh, Josh DeBerry, uh, Jason Matry, and Elijah Jones, plus the, for the freshmen, whether it's Jalen Sheik, Sean Asbury, or um, J- uh, Clinton Burton Jr. There's a ton of depth there. However, what I just what did I just say? Like we lo- Boston College lost some depth at at cornerback, right? Some veteran depth, especially right. Tate Haynes he played last year. Blackwell played last year. You need you can't just you don't want to rely on true freshmen to to take valuable snaps. You want to build up your depth, and you don't want you're not going to be able to get those types of players that have filled those roles. From FBS, you're not going to go and get like a, a, a commitment from Kansas State or, or Illinois uh, at cornerback because most of those guys that are leaving those schools want a chance to start, and this is not that opportunity. What JT Thompson's going to give BC is the opportunity to get a guy that could fill more like that depth role. He's not going to be most likely won't be asked to be the starter because BC has that, but he'll get to play. He's going to get himself some FBS um, film out there for the draft scouts because I know he's. Um, but I saw some stuff about him trying to get into the draft. Um, so it's a win-win for everyone. It doesn't hurt BC. It does not hurt their recruiting because this is not a situation where he's taking a spot. I mean, you know, he may keep CJ Burton or Sean Asbury down a little bit, but, you know, they'll get their chance to. It's just to build in some of those depth spots uh, for Boston College. So I, I think it's a good get. And I know Boston College was in uh, looking for that spot because they had been, uh, f- I saw some feelers out about some other guys from like Jacksonville State and another uh, D, uh, D2 school that they were looking at just to get a guy, you got to get bodies sometimes. And with Boston College, they've lost, I think, close to 20 players in the in the transfer portal. Um, they've brought in probably five or six it's not the worst thing to bring in depth players, guys that are not going to be seen as 
um, immediate starters, but guys that could come in. They're second on the depth chart. They are fighting in practice to play. Um, you need to fill those roles. So I honestly, I would not be surprised if Boston College um, does it again at another position. Maybe they, they look at some other position that they need a little bit more depth um, after all these players have left and they add maybe a linebacker or something like that. We'll, we'll have to wait and see there. Um, in, in terms of depth as well, um, I'm looking more into it, but it looks like Sean Gates, who is committed to Boston College, is heading to Utah State. I don't know what the whole story is on that. Um, I know he has never he never stepped foot on campus, but um, that's again. So when you lose a guy like that, you bring in um, a transfer like Thompson, who's only there for a year. You now get another roster spot. Um, so I think Boston College is going to be using all these uh, changes to build you know, in Halfley's image, like if you're really excited about where Boston college is recruiting right now, where they're kind of building up, they're going to be able to build full uh, recruiting classes every year. It looks like moving forward. Like you're going to get 25 kids every year. That's good because Halfley is killing it on the recruiting trail. And speaking of that, in our final segment, we're going to talk about the recruiting trail, where Boston College sits in terms of their rankings, and where we can realistically look at this this group and figure out where they're going to end. But before, let's just chat a little bit about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's 100% covered in chocolate, and they have nine delicious flavors. You can get the mix box if you haven't tried them out. But I go to the coconut almond, and I like some of the new ones. Like I had that grasshopper cookie. Tastes just like a um, Thin Mint Girl Scout cookie. You gotta try these out. Um, they're delicious. They have 17 grams of protein. Most only have about 130, 140 calories with four grams of sugar. It's great for the keto diet and it's good for the health conscious guy or gal as well. Order today and you will get 15% off when you use promo code LOCK15. Again, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. The Locked On Boston College podcast is supported in part by the Charlestown Law Group. You need to know about the Charlestown Law Group. If you or someone you know have recently received a traffic violation, speeding, or other moving violation that you would like to contest, then you need to call the Charlestown Law Group. Attorney Jason Campbell and his team can and will help you fight the ticket. Did you know that a moving violation can stay on your insurance record for five to six years? That's crazy. One conviction can cost you thousands of dollars, and if you want to win, you generally need an attorney. Why not hire a professional litigator with a track record of success? Jason Campbell at Charlestown Law Group will fight for you. He's a proud Boston College grad, and Attorney Campbell is an experienced litigator that will be able to tell you if you have merit before you go to court, saving you both time and money. Charlestown Law Group will fight tickets anywhere in Massachusetts, and they offer discounted rates for Boston College students and alumni. Charlestown Law Group specializes in traffic violations and will fight for you. So please call them immediately at 617-872-8652. That's uh, 617-872-8652 for a free consultation or visit charlestownlawgroup.com. Go Eagles! This is Locked On Boston College. Later this week, we're going to kick off a new series that we're going to do called Fan Friday. On Friday, I'm going to have a fan. We have our uh, first, and it's going to be a surprise. On Friday, who's going to talk to me about Boston College fandom? I'm going to ask him questions. He can ask me questions. We're going to have some fun. If you are interested in jumping on the Locked On Boston College Fan uh, Friday, hit me up on Twitter at LockedOnBC. Drop me a DM. Say, hey, AJ, I want to come on. 
I'd, I'm happy to to have any and all fans on that. Um, obviously until the the season starts. Um, so that's a new thing that's going to pop up. And if you have not done so already, please bookmark bcbulletin.com. And we're looking. I'm excited. We're going to probably have some new uh, locked on uh, situations going on here, where we're going to be able to get some uh, get this out to you in different formats, uh, possibly with Facebook and possibly with YouTube. Uh, so those are two new things that hopefully will be down the um, the pipe soon. So check those out and make sure you like and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Now we're jumping around here because there's so much to talk about, especially with recruiting uh, that I wanted to talk about where Boston college in this class stands. So currently Boston college, if you look on 247sports.com, they have the, uh, the rankings of each school in where they rank against the ACC and where they rank against the nation right now. Boston college has the number one, uh, rated recruiting class in the ACC and the number nine rated recruiting class in the country. And I see a lot of fans really excited about that. And I, I understand because this class is very good. Um, however, I think we need to pump the brakes on this being like an explosive class. Okay. This is a very good class and I think it'll end up being a top 25 class and maybe probably probably closer to 30, but I don't think I can see them, you know, getting top 10. Because be realistic, right? Boston College has like three or four, four stars. You know, all these big programs, you name them, like Florida, Florida State, Alabama, Clemson, they're kind of slow playing it right now. And they, they're, you know, they're battling for those five stars. Once those five stars come coming in, Boston College is going to slide down. We saw it yesterday, right? Boston College, I, I mean, right until I, I wrote my script for this, had the number one ACC um, recruiting class. They slipped to number two because Florida State landed two not four stars, and they have a top five class. You're going to see a lot of that, and that's nothing against Jeff Halfley or the staff and the work that they've done because they have done an excellent job with recruiting. I'm just saying, let's be realistic with where this recruiting class is going to be. It's going to be a good Boston College class. It's not going to be a transcendent Boston College class. It's not going to be like a class that's like, well, where did BC come from? They're there right now, but you know, they a lot of it has to do with the numbers. Boston College has the most recruited uh, commitments in the country. They have 18 and I don't think any school is anywhere near close to them. I saw Louisville had like five. That gives you a, a better sense of where other schools are at. Now, Boston College is hitting all, on all cylinders, getting guys that they want, but other schools are going to start doing that soon. And some of these big top 100 recruits are going to really move that needle for those other schools. So it's exciting. And this is, and definitely is going to be a step in the right direction from where Steve Adazio had them. Believe me, this is going to be a class that's building depth. It's building athleticism. It's building everything that Halfley wants at every position. I just, I don't want people to think that this is like, oh, now we're battling Florida State and Clemson for recruits because we're not there yet. Boston College is not there. Uh, but it's still an exciting time for Boston College sports. So that was my little last diatribe um, for. Um, Recruiting. So as I said before, if you're interested in recruiting, um, it's an exciting time for it. We have on BC Bulletin um, a premium service that I, I have been working my butt off to get you guys uh, up to date, you know, predictions and evaluations. I did like two evaluations this weekend on both of the commitments from uh, Saturday. So check those out. I hope you become a member. And if you do, I'm having some fun with this. So I want to shout you out, and I'm doing it a, a bunch of different ways. I will shout you out two different ways from now on out. If you sign up for premium, I'll shout you out on the podcast, and I will do. I, I've been. I love like 
Joe Sullivan, who's the director of player personnel, he does the Rick Rosses. I have my Ric Flair. I love Ric Flair. I am a big wrestling dork. Um, and his woos make me like those are that's my energy. That's my that's my jam right there. So if you sign up, shoot me a, uh, a message. Um, usually send me it like a like at me on Twitter. Um, and that way I can respond back with a Ric Flair. So sign up. Um, and I'd love to shout you out in a bunch of different ways. Cause it does get me really excited because, um, we're a community We're you know, this is like AJ's army. That's what I was thinking about. Like we're AJ's army right now. We're talking about Boston college sports. We're a unit of, of fans and, and journalists that are really into BC sports and it's a cool community. And I'm really excited that you guys are part of that. So thank you all. We'll be back again on Wednesday. We're doing this every other day this, uh, up until I think the end of July. Um, and then we'll be back every day. Uh, and thank you for anyone who sent me messages about the baby. Um, it's an exciting time in my family. And um, I hope to talk to you all again on Wednesday. Thanks again. Take care.